Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Nope. Yeah, I'd love to. Yes. Great. Let's go. Take a look at the furniture. This weather is changing. Oh, my God. Time for the episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. The knobs and dials. Jacob, the audio guy. Woo-hoo! We're preaching fun. Uh, it is. It's getting a little chilly, finally. Yeah, it's cool. At off. night. It's got like 12 yeah, days before Scoop Fest. Yeah. It's got to fucking get cold. <laughs> I want it chilly. <laughs> well, we have our, our, winter, uh, our winter hat and scarf. I know. Yep. Which, which we, you, we will need. If Everyone it's cold will be prepared. Night. Everybody will be rocking yeah. that. Um, I uh, I just came back from doing six shows in Dallas. Yeah, opening for Piff. Uh, great crowds. Nice. Yeah. Just want to say thank you to the folks in in uh, Addison, Texas. Nice. I was very. They were warmly receiving of Mr. Hillbill. They loved Hillbill. They loved Piff. They, great. We just we just crushed show to show. I remember going. Any to scoops the, show up? A lot of scoops came Great, out. Great, good. I was handing out my special purple chips. That's very really good to awesome. them. Um, and uh, you know, like it was just. Uh, I remember talking to to the wife and being like, "Sunday night was like we only have one show. We did six shows, but Sunday night we have one show." And I was like, "It's got to be. It's got to be horrible." Yeah, because the other ones have gone so well. I should say, well, it was it was a great crowds and warm, well received the whole time. There was one all ages show that we had to do. Okay, and keep it clean. You got to keep it clean. Yep. And you know, we did Matt King's theater. It's not like keeping it clean is like not this. It's impossible. This it's burden. not a chore. No. But in a comedy club, you can't help it. Like it just feels. Sure. You, it feels like the audience is in on the fact that you're keeping it clean. Okay. Right. And so. You know, I get I do a lot of stuff with you know audience volunteers, and so I get up. Uh, I'm get I'm just getting up all kids for all of it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I do uh, do ropes. I get this girl up there. She's maybe like seven years old, and I do this fun thing where I do you know I cut the rope and then I hand the knife over to, to her to whoever does it. So mm-hmm. I hand hand the knife to a child. This girl held the knife. It was no way. It was her first time holding a, a ten inch Bowie knife. <laughs> she just was just looked totally. She she seemed at home. Yeah, she just grabbed it like this is fine. This is home. I. This can't. is what I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. hand me some dollies. I'll behead them right now. She could have gutted a fish and cleaned it for you right there. She wasn't nervous, nor was she happy. She simply took the knife and held <laughs> it. Like, it was, eh, another <laughs> knife to her. It was a weekday. Yeah. How many old men in overalls are gonna hand me a knife this week? <laughs> Jeez. And then uh, uh, we go through that. I basically said, like, uh, um, if if you do this really well, your parents will take you knife shopping right after the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, the intro of the As an Improv was for to Black Sabbath every every day. They played Black Sabbath and did this big intro. And I said, uh, kids, what parents want you to do right now is just figure out who Black Sabbath is. Google Black Sabbath. Figure out figure out what they're all about. Um, and then. Uh, Last trick, I'm doing the RJ's card trick of death, right? Yep. And uh, looking for this one girl's like really eager, or whatever. And it's it's a comedy club. It's during the day, but it's still dark as shit in the theater and everything. Can't else. really find it. 
Can't really and so see. I see they don't girl. have big open windows in the, in the place. She's flagging, and I, flagging, wanting I to point, go. I point to the girl. Yeah, she's she's eager. I was like, all right, let's go with you. And then she she stands up from her seat. And I was like, oh oh gosh. I was like, how old are you? Four. Oh, I was like, oh okay. Uh, that's younger than. You saying all this? Yeah. yeah oh good. yeah, that, that, definitely. Yeah, I literally yeah. was like, because she stood up and the whole audience was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, "How old are you?" She's like four. I was like, "That's that's younger than I typically would get for this." I just couldn't believe a four year old was at an all ages comedy show. Right? Yeah, um, but she was a mature four, clearly. I guess so. I guess so. Precocious, I mean, especially, especially if she watched Piff on America's Got Talent seven years ago. Um, <laughs> Has it been seven? No, years? No, I don't know. I, it's been longer than I thought, though. He said what year he was on, and I was like, "Oh, that was longer ago than I thought." Um, I think I think it's longer than four. Right. I would have guessed three years ago. I think I'd just been saying three years for the last three years. So she was possibly conceived to Piff's performance. That's exactly why she was there. Mm. She just said, she said, if it wasn't for him, there'd be no me. Spurt the magic dragon. <laughs> you. So I say, because uh, it involves getting the audience member to shuffle a card, sign yeah. a card. They got to follow directions, show the card to the audience. That There's stuff, of stuff going on. They got to throw a deck of cards in the air. So what's your solution? I say, do, do you, uh, are you you're here with your parents? Yeah. Do you want to bring either one of them up on stage with you? Okay. She's like, fuck no. She says, no. <laughs> <laughs> she literally says, no. And like she says, no, I can, I can go by myself. And I was like, you yep. sure can. Yep. You sure can. Are you are you seeing her parents at this point as she's saying all these things? Yeah. And and what what is their reaction? They are laughing at me. I'm Great. sure they're like they're like here you here it comes. Yeah, they're like, they're like we we deal with this every day. Yeah, we know how this ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this doesn't end with you saying no and, and, and getting away well, with that it. Was I it. think, but I think at that point you trust the precocious four year old. Well, I had no choice. You know, to quote Jack Bauer in Twenty Four, I had no choice. <laughs> um, I was out of options, Mister. To President. quote Twenty Four. Bing, bong, jagoong, 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 jagoong. Teak, tuk, teak, tuk, tuk, Um, so, uh, I could just go like, well, let's bring up this four-year-old. Let's go! Now, I hadn't done a Hillbill show since Turnout. Okay. And so, uh... And then adding, I added RJ's trick to it. It's normally the finale of the Hillbill show, but this normally it's not the in? finale. It's normally not the finale of when I open for Piff. I don't normally do like a Got it. big finale. I just have like a, a big comedic payoff. and then. But you did this. Introduce you the did next that day. one specifically because of the all ages yes. condition on this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, Because normally I end uh, with the duct tape on my chest weight prediction. Right. Okay. And that. Uh, it's a little racy for the four-year-old set. I think it would have been a little weird. For me to drop my overalls, yeah, pull off some off tape and, and rip, hand it to him. Rip yeah. tape off my chest. There you for, go. For weird, a bunch of little weird for who? Uh, for me. I mean, okay, I just because I can't hide my boner. <laughs> the overalls are the only thing hiding the boner. Yeah, which I get every time I do that. Trick. I go through so much tape, most of it holding down my cock. <laughs> just I. T- <laughs> I tuck and fold and tape and tape and tape and yeah. it just. Swing. <laughs> just tears through. It's awful. Like football players through a homecoming banner. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your steel cobras. 
Boing. <laughs> Steel Cobras is a great name for a football team. <laughs> isn't that the? Isn't it Ben Stiller's team on Dodgeball? Oh, is it? Steel that's Cobra? Purple Cobras. Purple, purple Cobras, Cobras is that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then he's got Blue Steel to look. You know, I'm there's a lot more Ben Stiller bits. There's a lot more layers to Dodgeball than people think. God damn that two. movie. Two. Two. The only bit from that whole film is that Ocho bit that stayed around forever. That was a strong bit. It was. Still around. Yeah. And it was when Jason Bateman got back on a lot of people's radars. You don't like him and I like him. Yep. Uh but he was also he was also not very Jason Bateman like in that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he it, he was yeah, different he was, at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jason Bateman was in that movie? He plays the announcer. Oh yeah. And he's really out of it. And he's kind of like stonery that's right. and enthused. That is Jason Bateman, and that's it. Like it's you've never he's never played a role like that before or since. Yeah, but he's not a he's not a he's not an under underplayed wise ass, right? Which is what he is in everything else. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and he, but he's really funny. And I remember being like, I remember laughing first and being like, "Is that fucking Jason Bateman?" And waiting for the credits because you did back then, right? And be you like, just can just pull out your phone. <laughs> What's that? You did. No, I meant that. Like, a, you, no, I know what you mean. No, yeah, there was gonna, no way. To, there was no way to IMDb it. Yeah, I couldn't just yeah. whip out my flip phone and T nine right. my way through IMDb. I can, rem- <laughs> I can remember. I can remember that now of waiting to see was that who I thought it was. Yeah, or oh, like yeah. that voice is familiar. Or like mm-hmm. I think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, wait, where are we? Dodgeball. No, we're nowhere near. I, anyway, I get a four-year-old on stage. Yeah. I don't know where we are. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. We got, I get a four-year-old on stage, and I literally just try to get her. I said, I said, here are the cards you want to examine and make sure they're dead. And she just holds them and looks at me. <laughs> okay. And, yep, these are cards. No, but she didn't process the question. Checks out. I just handed her cards, and she was like, I'm holding cards. And I was like, yeah. And then I oh, I, I, I did it for her. Yeah. I said, uh-huh, they're good. good. I said, now, you want to select a card? A random card. And then uh, she was picky about that. Oh, okay. She, she really wanted to make sure you wanted to get around the edge. Like a real, like like a dick at an up-close table. Uh-huh. Like she really wanted to get around the edges of the cards. Okay. So I said, go for it. You know? Because you don't care. No. I stepped back and said, you know, show it, show it to the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yep. She just shows it to me and everyone. Yep. Which took away my joke because then I find a way to look at it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, we'll just skip right to step two. Uh-huh. Why don't you go ahead and sign the card? Do you know how to write your name? No. Okay. All right. Just draw any shape on there. I was going to say, draw a picture on the card. Draw any shape on there. And then uh, she does that. I was like, now show that to the crowd. It's like this tiny little, like. Just a cock and balls. It's just. (laughs) It's just. It would look like Mona Lisa. Yeah. But like. uh, It's a very realistic drawing of a vagina. But on like a a minotaur's body. (laughs) She's a mini Georgia (laughs) O'Keefe. She actually drew. She drew the actual full scope of a clitoris, which is really yeah. awe-inspiring when you really like understand. Like the visible the f- woman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Looks like shape. a fucking anatomical diagram. Um, Looks like the tree in Avatar. <laughs> she actually, she just, she simply drew my kids in her basement. <laughs> Done. And then, Done. <laughs> and then wrote, and then wrote $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> so she wrote, ah. It signed it, sucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so she wrote a squiggly eye is what I the closest I I got to understanding what she drew, uh-huh. 
And uh, like an eyeball. And then I was like, "Hey, you want to stick it back?" Like in the an deck? eyeball or the letter I? No, like the letter I. But it looked oh, sloppily I thought, done. I don't know if we get into some Illuminati shit here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> she said, "All money in government is an act of faith." She whispered in my ear. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. All loan orders, you know, is is faith. Um, you are even dream. SVU. <laughs> no, SVU is legit. You are a dream. I am the dreamer. <laughs> I am Zool. The sleep you sleep is the sleep of the so awakened. Then I have to pull out a Nerf gun with thumbtack darts. Uh huh. And uh, and uh, and then blindfold <laughs> my face with duct tape. Perfect, oh, God. And all this like, hopefully not frightening a four a four year old. She was down. I'm sure she was okay. Yeah. Okay. And then when it came to after that, it's about following directions, right? Okay. She Here's not, the problem. She does none of that. No direction. And I literally was like, okay, throw them in the air. She doesn't. Okay. And then there's no reaction. Then I kind of just take the blindfold off. And I'm like, all right. And then I just, the, the payoff was I literally just, I leaned forward. I was like, everyone, this is authentic sweat on my forehead. That was <laughs> yeah, the biggest yeah. laugh I got. So I just lean forward and let yeah. everyone see how shiny. I just was sweating bullets. <laughs> trying to figure out how the fuck I was going to get through this trick with a four-year-old. Yeah. That's funny. And then, uh, spoiler alert. This didn't happen. No, no. <laughs> the signed card ends up folded in my mouth. Right. This, this is the, the this is what makes it magical. Right. And, and so that still happened. I still, and I found a way to make that happen. And she she didn't give a shit. <laughs> did not give a shit. Did wouldn't take the card out of my of mouth. Of course, because it's all blue. Because she's four and mm-hmm. she knows that gross is gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that she doesn't she doesn't know the pressures and norms that make a person take take a saliva covered card out of a hillbilly's mouth she doesn't know that right. peer pressure and you can't play the role of piff with uh a four-year-old there i can't lay what in was the her. guy's name don <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh the guy, guy that wouldn't wouldn't yeah. lick the goldfish yeah. the guy wouldn't lick the goldfish you're absolutely right and that i you i did it you couldn't play it, dick I, with her i did it for like a minute yeah but then it doesn't which is work. long yeah but, but, but i'm then... also like it's not gonna work on her and i'm opening right <laughs> like, right yeah it's not like I have to get the fuck off stage, yep. and hand the, sh- the hand, hand it over to Piff. Yeah. So uh, I was like, uh, I was like, okay, finally, I was, I was like, okay, I'll take it out, of, I'll take it out of my own mouth. And the audience still was like, whoa, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was like what? Ah. This trick, I did nothing. We've done nothing so far. Well. That's... Basically, you told that audience that you just did a magic trick, but what... and they believed you what magic... and were impressed. That's every magic trick. I know. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true, but it is funny because you're like, I. if you only you knew. Like, you feel like you cheated them, even though you always cheat them. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I really let you down. This didn't go the fake way that it usually fake nor- goes. Nor- Normally, you're tricked in a completely different way. But the obfuscation came in a completely random way Guys, that I was not expecting. <laughs> Normally I lie differently. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And in a, in a way that I believe you would have found more satisfying. <laughs> yeah. I would have. <laughs> How funny. Um the magic's not for you, Donnelly. So they but everyone every, everyone just loved that I was sweating. Yeah. Tr- trying to get through a trick of Everyone the loved that you were fighting sure, with a four-year-old. I'm sure everyone yeah. loved that a four-year-old was up on the damn stage. Yeah, that's it. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go So that's wrong. what I mean. Like, so, you can't so lose there. The no. show, the sh- that, so I, it's one of those things where like, the show itself 
like the crowd was great, and why I I had six great shows. Perfect was because they enjoyed that. Right. I mean, like it wasn't like this four year old couldn't do it, and the audience was just like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that would have been they could have done that. Would have been, been horrible. Hard. Yeah, yeah, would have been hard. You're dealing with a southern audience, a patient southern audience yes. that has seen it all. Mm-hmm. And if there's and anything, you're, and you're in pageant country, I was going to say if there's anything, you're in kid pageant country. If there's in Dallas. anything them southern audiences have yeah. patience for, it's kids up on a stage. Well, the, the next thing I did was I uh, for my next trick, I just made sun tea. That's all <laughs> I did. I asked the audience to pick randomly selected tea bags, and I put them, <laughs> I put them in a bin, and we just, I just made tea. I did, I did close to home. <laughs> It's close to home right there, Donnelly. You know what, Matt? There's a bit there with the spotlight. Oh, yeah. Having you make – because that's something Hillbill would do. That is true. make sun tea. He'd be like, I've been on the road so long. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a nighttime animal now. I'm basically nocturnal. <laughs> and had a sun tea. Spotlight man. Give me a sun. That's – Oh, There's nice. There's something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get the spot on the sun tea. And they have something in the jar of tea. Maybe it changes to an unbelievable color. Yeah. Or something like that. Or you reach into it and noodle out a catfish. <laughs> you pull a whole catfish out of that jar of sun tea. <laughs> or the letter T comes out. A big letter T. <laughs> yes. Now you're letting him off the hook with the catfish too early. Catfish? I mean, no. God damn it. Don't keep putting live animals in this fucking show. That's true. <laughs> Stop that Especially shit. Especially animals as Piff let me know that I can't can't be declared comfort animals. Oh, Chickens right. cannot be declared comfort animals. I Yet. doubt. I Yet. doubt catfish can. Yet. Imagine if he could. In the, in the south, like, in the like south, a, catfish can be declared comfort animals. Get like a like a big goldfish bag. So yeah. like, what would you carry then? Like, there's no cage carrier. And then they take your big fucking wet, clear bag of catfish. Yeah. And they go like, let me see if it fits in the carry-on bin size. You know oh, what you should do? Let me see if it's going to fit underneath your seat. Yeah. Take a take a big old fat leash mm-hmm. and wrap it around some macaroni and cheese <laughs> and walk that through the airport mm-hmm. and tell everybody that's your comfort food. A couple of weeks. <laughs> couple of weeks back. <laughs> just put googly eyes on the Yeah, phone. just put googly eyes on it and be like, yeah. no, what are you, you going to not let me have my comfort food? <laughs> I need this. We do that with a bottle of scotch. <laughs> yeah, right? My, my comfort, comfort food. It's my comfort food. <laughs> Just got to put a leash on a bottle of scotch. What that is, guy has a fucking cat. What, leave me with my scotch. Yeah. What is your understanding of a comfort animal on a plane? Because I, I had an experience a couple of weeks ago on a plane with a comfort animal. What, what is your understanding of the rules of a comfort animal on a plane? My understanding is that if it's not a monkey... Trained in shiatsu, uh-huh. it's not a real comfort animal. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I believe you get specifically dogs. I'm not. I'm not talking about like a, a, an exotic animal. What do you here. mean? Like what, what are what are kind what's of the, the rules? Limit? Yeah, what are kind of the general rules of like? Can you have a Great Dane there as a, as a comfort animal? There, yeah, if you show up with a 185 pound dog. Is, is that uh, here's, his... here's my understanding of Go what ahead. a comfort animal is. Okay. Every time Piff walks up to a, a gate agent or the priest where we check in, the person literally goes like, oh, oh, fuck, a, a dog. Yeah, Basically, yeah. some visual representation of the exact tone I just described. Yep. Wow. I've seen that, yes. Then Piff reaches into the front of, of his carry-on, mm-hmm. pulls out a laminate piece of paper, 
hands it to the person, and the person goes, okay, and then just hands him a ticket, and he's fine. Right. That's what I, that, This is my understanding of what a comfort animal is. Well, that's I, I don't know what's on that piece of paper. That piece of paper but I know is that they, some sort of official document. Yeah, but they go, from, they go from yeah. like, oh, fucking, a fucking dog, too. Yeah. Go ahead. But Mr. Pipples is also smaller than any carry-on piece of luggage that you're going to have on the plane with you. That's true, yeah. He's not like a great he's dame. pretty damn well behaved. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, Mr. Pipples is, is a fucking... He, he, might, he might as well be just dead. I think he's a terrorist. Yeah, he might be. He's sizing it up. He's waiting for the flight. Yep. He's lulling us all into a false sense of security. It's like this guy went on 600 flights. He checked in every time. No, um, the other day I was on a flight that uh, the woman walks up to the uh, to the gate agent, and she has a boxer on a, on a leash, a, a boxer dog on a leash. Well, that's, oh, okay. Not, not like Mike Tyson. For a second, I was like, that sounds really. That's some JYD shit. Yeah. I'm a comfort animal. <laughs> Oh, there was a great shirt <laughs> at Absinthe tonight. One of the guys that got pulled up for the audience participation bit yeah. was wearing a shirt. It said Kith, K-I-T-H. And had, yeah, and it, it had, had Mike Tyson in four different versions of him with the <laughs> yes. makeup on. Yes. Those are so good. <laughs> oh, it was great. The Mike Tyson lispy memes are Kith. fucking gold. <laughs> Kith. Kith. He got up on stage, the gazillionaire just looked at him and started laughing. <laughs> it was perfect. That's awesome. But she gets she gets up to the gate agent with this dog that weighs at least 60, 70 pounds. It's not a small dog. It certainly does not fit under the seat. And it's just on a leash. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to get that dog declared a comfort animal, she had to lie, lie, lie. <laughs> Lie, 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 lie. <laughs> Certainly not trained as a service animal, this dog. That song's called The Boxer, by the way. The Boxer. Yeah. No, we, we, we got it. I just people at home. Just because uh, <laughs> everyone's listening at their home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you guys aren't up on your uh, Simon and Garfield, now you know. <laughs> He's your favorite comfort animal. <laughs> Bridge over troubled lasagna. Like a bridge over troubled lasagna, Odie. <laughs> and she gets onto the plane. She gets on the plane ahead of... down some noodles. Because she, she gets onto the plane sauce, with the people that and then need... Some uh... cheese, and then some noodles. <sighs> and then some pasta sauce. And then some cheese. And then some noodles. And then some pasta... I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> she gets on the plane with, along with people with uh, with special needs. Okay. The, the early boarding, she, she gets on there. Did not appear to have any special needs. Not that she didn't, but did, certainly no no apparent special needs. My mother other than having the dog. My mother in law is daring me. Uh huh. To just say like, if anyone requires you know extra attention, you know, come up now. She says they don't ever ask you why you need attention. It's true. She's like, you should just go. And I was like, and she's like, my friend does it all the time. And I was like, is your friend your age? Yeah. So, yeah. I was like, I just don't your, feel does like. Does your friend look like Matt Donnelly? I was like, I just don't feel like I would be treated the same way if I were to pull this off. I agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't say this very often, but Matt, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this Hello, fucking. Hello, normal, my old friend. This, this, this canine albatross <laughs> is trying to enter. So she gets plane. onto the plane with the dog. She, she convinces the gate agent that this is acceptable. She argues. There, there, there's an argument at the, at the gate there. She gets onto the plane. If she loses the argument, what do you do? That's uh, yes, exactly. I think that's how. Sick him. Well, it's like, all right, 
dog. Listen, I thought you were a comfort animal. You're not. You now work at Nathan's Hot Dogs. <laughs> you have to stay here. <laughs> yeah. You now there's work a at the... Baja, there's a Baja <laughs> burger right over there. Yeah, yeah. You now work for that weird burger chain. Yep. And you're gonna, you're gonna, and I'll be, I'll be back in a week, <laughs> right? I'm gonna bet that a burger that I get prepared by a dog is gonna be better than any food I've eaten at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets onto the plane, and I, when I get on the plane later, I see her sitting in her seat close to the front of the plane, and the dog sitting on the seat next to her. <gasps> uh oh. I go to my seat. I'm not. I'm thankfully not in that row. Oh, thankfully that's not your seat. Yep, that's not my seat. And uh, I go to my seat. And in a few the clearing minutes... of the aisles, there's a boxer by his side. And a few minutes later, no one's the, sitting uh... in this aisle. And I'm by so myself. The flight attendant place to put the dog inside. <laughs> the flight attendant a few minutes later comes over the PA and says, "We're looking." And I'm I'm close to the front and says, "We're looking for a volunteer." To move to the back of the plane so that uh, somebody else can sit with their significant other, whatever, some, something like that. <laughs> I'm significant, <laughs> and I and and I'm I'm sitting up close to the front of the plane. The flight attendant is within like easy eye shot of me, like we're, oh, we're looking at each other. Yeah. Guilt. Yeah, and I go and I just go like, yeah, fine, I'll do it. I've got my like I'm I'm easy. I've got my iPad yeah. in my lap. I've got my wireless headphones on. My bag is already in the overhead compartment. I'm like, do I have to move my bag out of the thing? She says, no, leave it there. I said, great, I'll move to the back. I don't care. I'm not in a hurry. I'm yeah. fine. I've got a, I've got my comfort six foot kangaroo yeah. sitting in my lap. <laughs> so I move to the back of the plane. I sit down. Oh, and I, and I asked if it was a middle seat that I was moving to. She said, no, it's an aisle. It's an aisle seat that you're moving to. Good question. It's great. Because if it's a middle seat, deal breaker. That's Go a little fuck tough. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she said, no, it's an aisle. I said, great. So I move to the back. I sit down. The woman in the middle seat next to me says, can you fucking believe it? Whoa. So what uh, What do you mean? Uh, they, just asked, they just asked if we for volunteers to move. Game show host in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> who's, who's president? <laughs> I've been in a coma. Oh, that'd be amazing. Can you fucking believe it? That'd be amazing. <laughs> I come out of a coma and this? <laughs> she just starts every conversation like that. Yeah. You'll never, you'll never guess. What now? I was in a coma. Oh, really? Yeah. For how long? Long enough. About three years? More. She's, oh. She's like, can you fucking believe it? The bills not only covered, but they won outright over Minnesota. The 16 and a half points. Outrageous. Biggest upset in 20 years. Fucking A. I had him in my survivor pool. By the way, there's a dog in the aisle. <laughs> She goes, can you believe it? I say, I, I don't know what you're talking about. They just, they asked for a volunteer, so I moved back here. And and after they asked, after I said yes, which I was gambling on this, I thought that it might be the case. You go, oh, and we'll get you a couple of free drinks, too. Yeah, I figured you had an angle on that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my angle on that. Uh, I was I was happy to move. I was fine to move. But I was also thinking, I'll probably get a free drink out of this. Yeah. Uh, she apparently had been in the seat where the dog was. Ah. Oh. In the second row of mm-hmm. the of the plane, and had to move to the back of the plane because the dog was in her seat. Mm-hmm. What's weird is that the dog is actually a federal agent. And ever after nine eleven, Sky Marshal, the Sky Marshal, <laughs> Sky Marshal, the dog. He, yeah, he's a Sky Marshal dog, <laughs> which is a pilot I'm pitching in a time machine in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> he's of, airline canine. <laughs> Sky Marshal Doverman. Yeah. 
so the dog I always did, or did have not a... have a seat purchased for it. Did not. Okay, so this person was going to comfort animal this seventy pound dog right. on its lap, right? With no, with, there's no cage, no cage. She did always. It, though I have flown with I have flown with my dog before. We uh, SJ and I used to fly with Ninja often. Yeah, right. You had to have him in a bag or some kind of case or something that could fit under the seat in front of you. Yeah. And he was not allowed to be in your lap. Carbonite was the preferred. Yeah. That's yeah. the easiest way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Freeze him in carbonite. Yep. And then thaw him at your He's destination. He's no good to me dead. Yeah. <laughs> pretty close. Pretty close. He's in a perfect state maybe, of hibernation. Maybe Benadryl, but yes. He'll be I, completely fine. If now, I saw and Ninja was not registered as a service animal. If I, uh, well, because he hates paperwork. But, exactly. Uh if I saw that dog, I would assume that they had purchased an additional plane ticket for the dog. Right. I would be upset. They had not. I would be like the person next to you. Who was pissed. Yeah, I would have been that person, I believe. You fucking believe it? Yeah. You Can you fucking believe that fucking, fucking the, dog? The balls on the... Well, not the dog. The dog doesn't have the any balls, balls on anymore, this dog. The balls on the owner of that dog. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> what the hell? And then... How flight do, gets, how you do that? How flight gets that? in the air. Who who does that? Who goes? Who goes? You know what I'm doing today? Who take a dog on a plane? What, what is that? <laughs> you've got like you've got a weird angry Japanese man now. <laughs> I'm a little sit in the plane. I'm a little sit in the plane. That's crazy. You're like the star of the room. With <laughs> <laughs> <Was> so. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, doggy. <laughs> oh. We, Oh, we then Mark. get in the air. We get in the air. The drink cart comes by. No. And she says, to, the, the stewardess says to me, um, no, uh, we, w- we, want to give you, we want to give you a couple of free drinks for, <laughs> yes. uh, for moving. What would you like? I said, what kind of whiskey? Whatever kind of whiskey you have and give me a glass oh, of ice. Oh, the dog drank all the whiskey. <laughs> right. Yeah. Here we go. So she gives me, she gives me a, a, three of the little mini bottles of, uh, I think it was Jack Daniels. I think that's what they had. And, uh, and a glass of ice. I said, can I go ahead and get another glass of ice too because I'll, I'll, I'll need more ice as well. And uh, so she gives me she gives me a second glass of ice. Great. She asked the rest of the of my seat row there, would you guys like anything to drink? The woman next to me says, Do I also get a free drink? She goes, Well, no, ma'am, you don't you don't get a free drink. I had to move out of my seat in the front because of a goddamn dog <laughs> and I don't get a free fucking drink. She lit into the flight attendant to the point that I thought that, like, we're going to turn the fucking plane around. <laughs> this is about to be an altercation that they're going to go, they're going to, like, call up to the pilot and be like, there's some shit going now. We're about to zip tie somebody and then turn the goddamn plane around. And the dog was like, that woman is racist. <laughs> I was amazed. I she was furious. am on this plane working. <laughs> I am providing a service. I am a service animal. I am a boxer. Just because I haven't fought anyone on this plane, <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean I mean. won't. Yeah, doesn't mean I won't. I'm looking out. Glove me. Gloves I'm taking, are off. I'm taking that bitch glove, out. Glove me. Glove me. Get me. Uh, get me gloved up. I look cuter with the gloves. Cut me, Mick. I'm adorable. Who does this? Who brings a dog like that? Look at the look at them gloves. Is that an angry Japanese man. Look <laughs> at them gloves with a dog <laughs> from Brooklyn. That's really weird. That's a really a weird. Why do have a dog with the gloves? So weird. Oh, my name is Tony Mashimoto. <laughs> I am both Yakuza and Gambino crime y- families. Yup. I'm a first generation crossover crime boss. 
クロスオーバークランバス Who does that? Who goes from、uh, y- y- Yakuza to, to, to Gambino? I did it. I don't know. I did it. I forgot his name already. Tony Matsuhiri? What was it? I, I think it's a, it was good. Tony Matsuhui. Tony Matsuhui. Who does this? Who does this on a plane? Yeah, unbelievable. I'm, a, I'm so angry that my service animal. An hour later, the dog was watching Patch Adams weeping. <laughs> <laughs> noodles! Noodles! <laughs> noodles! <laughs> so, my last question after that whole story. Yes. The three of us are flying together. We all have to move because of a dog. Yeah. Who is the most pissed for the longest out of the three of us? The lady in the middle. The... No, I don't, if the three of us were in that situation,、oh, if we were in her, if we were in that lady's position, yeah. who would be the, the angriest out of the three of us? Oh, me. Yeah, Matt. You think, okay. You think you? I think me. Maybe、yeah. you. I think I would just be, like, one of I think I would be filled、It's、with righteous、me. anger. It's、so、not Paul. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No. Paul wouldn't have moved. Paul would have just let the dog sit on him. <laughs> That's probably true. Probably Paul would have let the dog lick his face. Yeah. It would have been nice. It would be no different. Paul's very used to dogs in his, in his space. That's true. Yeah. Matt gets angry on, on flights, but when, when I get righteous anger going. We've taken turns, I think. Oh, yeah. We've, we've both been angry on flights. Yeah. It takes a lot to get we have different styles out of, of me. We have different styles of anger on, on flights as well. Yes. Well, because I don't. I... You are bluntly angry. Yeah. And, and I go out of my way to just make everyone else feel like an idiot. I, I fly enough, often enough, that I have an idea of how to do it completely uninterrupted with the least amount of conversation. Right. So once someone decides to make, make it a conversation, I'm just like, why? Why? Did you? I, just, I feel betrayed. Right. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten mad at any, any, any flights recently. That's good. It's high stakes. It's just an anxious situation. The last time I was angry on a flight, it, it was because my flight got, I was in the air. This is、uh, about probably a month or so ago. I was in the air flying somewhere and then actually had to turn around and go back to the origin city because of weather. Yeah. Yeah.、And、so it was frustrating and I was angry, but I didn't have anybody to be angry at. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the airline was doing fine. They were doing everything they could and everything else. Yeah. That's it was, just, it was a shitty situation. Yeah. I, that's the problem, right? Like, so, like, yeah, I've had things like that happen. Where, like, I remember I was late to my own birthday because the,、mm. the flights were suddenly delayed. And you're just mad because, like, you know, it's, they're not like trying to fuck you. Yeah. Right. But you still feel picked on because you're、and、like, like that, why? At that day, like, I had flown out. I had a, a 6 30 a.m. flight from Vegas to where I was going. I was there for the day and was, was then flying back that evening. Yeah. And I ended up being like four or five hours late getting back that evening because of just weather delay. And、yeah. there was just nothing to be done about it. And I was just so angry just at the world. Last time I was angry on a flight, a lot of people were on my side, though, but there's a couple in front of.、Uh, I had my kid,、mm-hmm. and I guess he hit the seat or something like that. Oh, okay. And I was already stopping him from hitting the seat when they started, like, mouthing off. And I was, was like, Did they talk to you, or were they, like, talking to each other loudly enough so e- that you could hear them? Each other loudly. Oh,、so、fuck them, them then. Yeah. And yeah, the passive aggressive shit.、Fuck、and they、you. also bought all three seats, and there's just two of them. Oh. And they wouldn't move. 
neither one of them wanted to move into the seat that my kid wasn't right. uh, behind, which would have solved all their problems. Yeah. So I was, I was re- getting very angry at, at them. Yeah. And very direct with them. Right. As they're being passive aggressive. Yeah. Because I was like, "That's I can hear you, and you know that, so let's stop that part. Right. And let's have a conversation. I'm trying to stop my kid from kicking your seat. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. I did that, but like a lot angrier. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you in the moment thought you sounded like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and even though I thought I sounded like that, I felt my wife's hand on my shoulder. Yeah. Going like, calm down there, buddy. Oh, there is no worse feeling than being angry at someone in public and just feeling your wife's hand on your shoulder. Oh, man. In either direction, because I have felt it in both directions. I felt it in the direction that you're speaking of, which is I am angry. I'm getting angrier, and my wife is telling me I need to calm down for a myriad of reasons. Yeah. And there is the other one where, like, no, no, no. Babe, I think I'm. I think I'm right here. I think what I'm doing is good, and, and don't tell me to calm down because I, I, I'm, I'm on track here. I'm happy with what I'm doing. Oh man, I remember it was like early on. We we're dating. Yeah, months. You and me. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I like this guy. Uh huh. No, I was uh, San Gennaro. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of like my wife. San Gennaro, Little Italy, New York City, uh-huh. San, Gennaro San Gennaro Festival, Festival. <laughs> walking around. My wife, she's a boisterous lady. We're uh-huh. out with friends, and she's like, we all, we're like, we don't want to eat, but like, you know, let's have some wine and some calamari, right? Yeah. That's what we wanted for San Gennaro. Good. So we duck in this little tiny Italian place, one of a thousand in Little Italy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, the festival's starting to pick up, and we walk in like a table of eight, and I literally, in my head, I'm, I'm a, in my, my server brain, mm-hmm. I was like, the nightmare of working this festival is to have eight people walk in and just order calamari and order wine. Yeah. And take a, it's a small restaurant. Take a valuable space, right? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, leading in charge of like, uh, I'll ask and I'll I'll interpret any no. Uh-huh. You know, whatever. All you have to do is give me a look and I'll yeah. interpret that as a no and we'll leave. Yeah, all you have to do is go like, oh, just for, just for appetizers and wine? Yeah. If you just tap menus and do that, I'll be like, you You're know right. what? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Right? Because I said I said that to, to the then-girlfriend, uh-huh. Sarah. She was like, ah, I'll be fine. Who cares? You know? And uh, and so we go in there like, oh, why don't you go sit at the bar? So okay. We sit, so we, we sit at the bar. Great. Because we're going to order wine and calamari. And the guy's mm-hmm. like, actually, we're going to order appetizers. Why don't you guys go sit at a table? And so we go the guy at the, the bar tells you this. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, we so go, the host sent you to the, to the bar. Yes. The bar sent you to a table. Yes. Got it. And then we sit down, and then we uh, say the order again to the waiter at the table. Now we're mm-hmm. eight people taking with eight top on San Gennaro Festival at Italian restaurant, yeah. ordering two things of calamari and some yeah. wine. He was like, "What? Why? No!" And he starts getting like upset. I'm not upset at him for getting upset. Uh-huh. Right. I'm upset at the bartender. You're upset at the bartender all for day setting us, for setting me over there, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, I, we go up to the bartender. And I go, like, and I literally go, like, why did you send us over to there? Like, do you see how upset he is? Why would you, you know, and I start doing that. And then my wife notices I have, like, a little stain on my shirt. Wine or tomato sauce, I forget at the time. <laughs> I, I, I felt the whole time, like, I've heard this story before. Yeah. And I just, I just figured it out. 
She takes out a fucking Tide stick from her purse. <laughs> I don't know if this is on the, on the podcast or just in our personal lives. I don't know. Story, it's been a while. It. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. And she is fucking, like, gets her hand under my shirt, and she starts dabbing away with a Tide stick <laughs> on the stain of my shirt while I'm laying into the bartender. <laughs> This wasn't our first stop. We've all had we've had other places. We've had wine in other places. Yes, we've had, we've had our, our, our Italian wines in other places. Oh yes. yeah, yeah yeah. She's into her cups. Yes. So she is taking care of this stain on my shirt while I'm yes. laying to the bartender, and I literally like half do one of those half senses where like, could you stop? <laughs> like quiet but stern. Uh-huh. Could you stop? Yeah. And then she is like. Like, 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 I just like, like, I stepped on her foot or something. She just like recoils, like, oh. And she's like, you yelled at me. <laughs> and I was like, what? And so now I'm yelling at the bartender. She's mad at me. We shouldn't be in this fucking place having calamari in the middle of a goddamn huge festival. I love this so much. And pour it back out on the street. And for like a half hour, I got to like talk her off the ledge. Yeah. For for us, uh-huh. and you're, it's early enough in the relationship that it's like this is high stakes. We need to like right. figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This isn't five years in. Yeah, and I was like, I, can you at least try to like put yourself in my shoes? Uh huh. And she's like, why you just shouldn't talk to me that way, you know? And I was like, oh my god, this is a nightmare. <laughs> and it really was like, we, you know, we 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 drop it. Uh huh. You know, kind of. Yeah. Whatever. And it wasn't until the next day she's like, oh, I get it. Ah. <laughs> like, yeah. We had to sleep. And the next day she had to like think about it. And sober like, up. And sober up. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the Tide Stick to blame. <laughs> I blame Tide. If I blame the Tide Corporation. Tide Stick, that wouldn't happen. I mean, to have someone address a stain on your shirt while yeah. you're yelling is the funniest thing. <laughs> That's just great. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's time to a little scoop mail. Message for you, son. Uh, we have one here from Sweetie Bird. Sweetie, hey, Sweetie Bird. Bird. Hey, Scoops. Not sure if you remember uh, me. I performed with Charlie Starling and Illy Rose at your social uh, last year Whoa, in Las Vegas. That's right, I was Catwoman. I was oh, yes. one of the superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm currently helping out the Las Vegas Burlesque Festival, which is uh, part of a multiple disciplinary festival called Exposure. Yeah, I know. I've taken the liberty <laughs> to uh, send you guys a press release uh, as, the, as the festival will take place uh, 10 days from now. Uh, so, yeah, so I just wanted to tell you a little bit about the, uh, the festival, just uh, the, the date and time if you happen to be around Las Vegas. It's Saturday, October 6th, uh, 3 p.m. to, uh, to 11.30 p.m. Uh, it's, uh, the tickets range from $10 to $100. And you can check it out at. I should have had day, this in front of me here. It's a one-day fest. It looks like a one-day fest on the on the on the old uh, website here. My uh, my oldest got his first uh, school school invite uh, birthday party. Yeah. Oh. So I, I've already RSVP'd to a party on Saturday morning. I think we should just do the whole thing. I think we should go just to go this, from the birthday party right over to, to the, the burlesque little, festival. Little girl's birthday party and wrap everybody up and take them all to the burlesque festival. Wah, I think. Wah, wah, uh, let's see. Um, there are a lot of different there are a lot of different websites here on this press release that she sent me, but um, it looks like you, can, you. The easiest thing to do is go to exposure.vegas.com. 
uh, Las Vegas Burlesque Festival. You can also go to sparkletits.org. Yes. Yum. But that's if they don't have that URL, they're just they're missing out. <laughs> that's the Reddit. That's their that's, fault. That's the organization that organizes it. So yeah. they have other things on there as Dot well. Organ. <laughs> so exposure exposure Vegas Las Vegas Burlesque Festival. Uh, and you can also go to uh, lvburlesquefestival.com. That's probably the easier way to do it. There right? you go. lvburlesquefestival.com. There are a lot of there are a lot of uh, little websites here on this on this thing she sent do me. Do yourself a favor and double check that you know how to spell burlesque before you try to you know put it in there. Right. Uh, Matt, go ahead and spell it for us. Uh, Burl B R L. Yes. S. Yep. E S K. Yep. That's it. Dot com. I tried to go last year, and I ended up at the Burl Lives Festival. And it was really <laughs> weird. I, I mean, kept, it was good. Well, I mean, it was good, but I kept encouraging these old men with beards to take their clothes off. <laughs> and they oh, were like, I, I, I mean, they did it. I feel your pain because I went to the Burr-esque Festival, which is a bunch of, like, not as uh, angry Bill Burr-type comedians right? from That's Boston. Good. And trying to get them to take off their clothes, it was a little... I went to the Barrel Staves Festival. (laughs) Barrel Staves? Yeah. And uh, they would not take anything off. They (laughs) they were just prudes. (laughs) I went to actually, this is, and I, this ended up being a, a good, a good mistake. Yeah. But I went to the Burley Czech Festival. Yeah. There's a bunch of people from Czechoslovakia who don't shave. Right. And, uh, I had a great time. I went to a Burley Czech festival as well, but it was just, uh, it was a festival for those giant cartoon checks that they hand out, like if you win something. Apparently they just call those Burley Czechs. Burley Czechs, yeah. I ended up at the uh, Pearl Necklace Festival, but I meant to do that. <laughs> and I've never been happier. I've never been happier. I felt like royalty. So go check out Sweetie Bird if you're I'm around, the uh, of the Pearl if you're around Vegas then. Necklace Festival, and this person brings a comfort animal. It's a giant dog. Saturday, October 6th. Go check it out. It'll be fun. She jerks him off. (laughs) She jerks this dog off on my decolette. (laughs) You you what now? My decolette. Gesundheit. (laughs) Go to (laughs) lvdecolette.com. We all want to hear from Magic Swirtle. Greetings, churn persons. By the way, I hope that my Tidestick story... Inspires numerous scoop mails. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh yes, I think this is. I think this is a. This is an avenue. Moments of marriage. Best ways that significant yeah. others just interrupted yeah. your rage. Yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope. I hope we get other other emails like that. Yeah, I want emails from that. that that's good. Greetings, churn persons. I was delighted and surprised last month that you finally got to my Jock versus Nerd email from 2015. Yeah, <laughs> we get we get there. It we is now get... September of 2018. I'm hoping that you'll get to this scoop mail before 2021 because I'm in need of some timely sage advice. We are diligent, if not expedient. Well, what grocery store can I go to to purchase some sage? <laughs> you need sage advice. You need sage advice. Paul, that was a you joke. You didn't really like it, though. No, but I mean, I stole it from him. That was a very, that was a very Paul Mattingly esque joke. That's uh, with uh, the Zach Baggins gig. Sage ain't no joke. Oh no, <laughs> those guys. Yeah, they take it oh. very seriously. Oh man, the, smudging, I believe, is the technical smudging term. Smudging is the technical a term. A friend of my, a, a friend of mine, someone who I see fairly often. Yeah, uh, she has a, a little. Um, a little, a little Facebook group oh, I that uh, that she runs that she added me to. 
His assist. Jesus. That assist. was your guess. He started pointing at his neck. I was like, yeah. she's got I a was cyst. scratching my neck. <laughs> she's got a little, I'm like, cyst? Growth? And she, and she used sage, and now it's gone. Oh, wow. She has a, a Facebook group that she added me to that's all about healthy eating and, and that kind of thing is, is the normal stuff on the Facebook group. And she said, I insist you check it out. That's when I shrunk my cyst. Yeah. Eating better. So she will not stop talking about All it. of a sudden, the other day on my Facebook group, <laughs> uh, on this Facebook group, and Sisters so on my Facebook Sisters are doing feed, it for themselves. All of us have gotten cyst heels from this thing. It suddenly pops up, and she's selling smudge kits. <laughs> oh. Buying a smudge kit sounds like something very different than, yes. than performing a smudging. <laughs> sounds like a snuff film. So, uh, how many did you buy? Get yourself a smudge all kit and call the cops. You're moving into a new place, uh, Jacob. Bought all the smudge kits. Gotta get them evil spirits out of there. Gotta, gotta smudge my shit. Smudge my shit. No, there's nothing wrong with... Uh, it does smell good. Yeah. I'm not a big sage guy. No. What did you use to, uh, to, to... Sandalwood. Sandalwood? You big sandalwood guy? I don't... No. No, no, no. No demons leave for that. Demons stick around in sandalwood. They do. They like it. They hide in your attic. Oh. <laughs> it smells are fantastic. <laughs> I was going to leave. I was going to follow the old owners to their new place. But these new guys have sandalwood, so I'm going to stay. It smells really good. A few months ago, my 13-year-old daughter told my wife that she had been struggling internally for a couple of years, and from this point forward, he wanted to be our 13-year-old son. Okay. Mm. Although it was a bit of a curveball for us, uh, he never acted very feminine, and he already dressed and looked uh, much like a boy, so we weren't completely surprised. Neither of us thinks he is, quote-unquote, confused, or that this is, quote-unquote, just a phase, right? or that he's only trying to fit in with his cool theater friends. So now we're in the process of learning everything we can to provide a uh, safe, affirming, and happy home. I've been an ICS listener literally since day one, and a surprising amount of genuinely helpful information came out of uh, you and your listeners, so thanks for being awesome. This brings me to my question. Well, that stops now. Yep. <laughs> we stopped that about ten minutes ago. I'm sorry. Sorry yeah, about that, buddy. sorry. We all ran out. Yep. Uh, my son ended seventh we grade. from Calamari. My son ended 7th grade as Jane and started 8th grade as John at the same school. Those are fake names, by the way. Uh, I was shocked by how very few well, of the kids... problematic. <laughs> you should use real names for your child. Yeah. Regardless of your child's sex, you should use their That's name. That's my first advice. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, I was shocked by how very few of the kids seem to give even the tiniest shit about the morality of him being transgender. Right. But he is still dealing with a lot of anxiety. Even uh, something seemingly small like past acquaintances coming up to him and saying, hey, Jake, sends him into a panic. Also, because they are middle school kids, he often gets questions like, that means you're gay, right? Or what kind of hormones do you take? Or my favorite, are you going to get a dick? Uh, I tried to think of some witty responses, but the best I could come up with was, uh, you're going to have to at least buy me dinner if you want to find out. It's a fine response. Fine response. Um, I am hoping that maybe you guys could uh, could role play few of, through a few of these situations so that he can build a repertoire of things to say to def- to uh, diffuse the awkward situations as an added challenge. Remember that these are middle school kids, so that he can only use them if they are PG thirteen or lower. I, also, I've been telling him to keep in mind that even though some of these questions are inappropriate and hurtful, most of them come from a place of ignorance and genuine curiosity right. rather than meanness. So always uh, try not to be a dick. Uh, looking forward to your advice. Well, there goes all mine. Yep. 
awkwardly trying to put my sour cream in your face burrito. That's from the Magic Swirtle. That was my thought exactly before he said it, and that was uh, that... Uh, yeah, you're going to get some toughy questions, and, and they might come off yeah. as insensitive, but I would think certainly at, at that age, by, by you know, it, it is all from a place, for the most part, of genuine curiosity and, uh, you know, just wanting to figure out what the situation is, because that is a different kind of thing to deal with. Um, I would bet that even, even genuinely mean comments come from a place mostly of curiosity. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I would go with uh, why, why. What do you got? That answers a lot, right? Always, so always a good like, response to, to just so, about any question. Are you going to get hormones? Why? Why? What do you, what do you got? What are you selling any? Mm-hmm. And are you going to get a dick? Why? What do you got? You got one? You got one? You know one I can get? You got one for me? Yeah, good, good. Um, it's the old snappy answers to stupid questions segments of Mad. I would, uh, I would have like an FAQ printed out. And you can have here's an, yeah, here's an answer to my frequently asked questions. Yeah, I would do something like <laughs> Actually, that. That's hilarious. I'd do something like that on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking business cards. Have a t-shirt made up. Um, I would. I was just. I would just have a. Uh, oh no, that's not. That's not PG thirteen. <laughs> just a dildo. Like you had a dildo. They'd be like, "Are you gonna get a penis?" Be like, "Yeah, I have one already." Yeah. And like, and then just hit him in the face with it. <laughs> Bunk. Bunk. Um. Let's see. I don't know. You know, it's that's a tough thing. Uh, I'm glad to see that they're at least open to approaching it all with humor, because that can diffuse a lot of tense situations and keep things a little more chill. Oh, sure. I hope he. I hope he feels comfortable continuing. Uh, I think. A very brave to have made this move at that age and to just go for it. I think, of course, there's going to be a little bit of anxiety, but I think, I mean, I mean God, the anxiety just of middle school. That's what I was going to say. All. Everybody's in, everybody's going through anxiety, so it's all good. That is that that that's part of it too, and I think it's it is fascinating uh, that the kids are you know I would pretty, pretty say that, chill with it. You know, they're going to be pretty chill with most of it, which is great progress um my instinct is to be like you gotta be confident that of saying like i don't know yet right or like i don't have it all figured out i'm still figuring a lot out yeah if you've got answers for me that'd be great yeah yeah just like just like uh uh just i'm still working a lot of stuff out so do you mm-hmm. you know i don't, don't want to answer any of that right yep. now yep oh. It's like, I mean, hey, you know, you know how you're a 13-year-old kid, too, and you don't really know everything about sex? Yeah, neither do I. Uh, I think maybe just yell fire a lot. You can just yell, there's a fire. Yeah. And then pull a fire alarm. Or just yell bug and just slap them. Just open hand slap across the face. I will tell you, actually, that the story actually makes me feel good in that this would have been... It's lovely. ...dire in my... Schooling. Unheard of. Yeah. This and would it, be impossible. The person and this person would very likely have experienced violence mm-hmm. yeah. in, in, in my time in my school. Of course. Absolutely. No, I in, in mine as well. But it speaks to it too, the fact that he stated that, you know, this is absolutely where this person lives. This is what this person 
was destined to be and yeah. how this person was destined to interpret themselves. What I like about it is just, I mean, kids... That's wonderful that they see and recognize that, too. Yeah. I mean, kids, and kids, kids recognize don't that, a, too. And kids don't really give a fuck. No. no. They don't really give a fuck about this. Nope. And even, like, if they're saying, like, oh, does this mean you're gay? They really want any answer. They don't they, want They know. want, like, a yes or a no answer. Yeah, yeah. They, they They want an answer to that. They want to be like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like, good to know, you know. Right. Um, I mean, there might be follow-up questions, but, I mean, they, they are genuinely curious. I'm also thrilled that you guys are your parent writing in and that this is your main concern. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, all, everything, right. everything about what you're saying in your in your emails that, like, you you are totally accepting of it. You're just more worried about how he's going to be treated at school, which is great as a parent. Yeah. You know, that, that's great to a lot of So, uh, I'll also just say that, like, getting this email really make me, makes me feel great. As my kids are entering school, and I don't know what's going to go on with them, that it's neat Gotta that the be world scary. is in this place. You yeah. Know? Um, so that's that's good too. Mm-hmm. Glad you found encouragement and support within the Scoop community. We yeah. can't take all the credit for that. We'll take just eighty-five percent of it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we have we have the best Fair. listeners. We have, I was going to say eighty-seven, but yeah, close we enough. have the best listeners, and uh, thank you guys for as always being so cool and uh, kind to each other um, and having uh, having cool, thoughtful, rational discussions on the internet. Unbelievable. I know. Unheard of. It truly Unheard is. Unheard of. It truly is. Um, yeah. Good luck. Uh, we have one here from Dr. Trisicolo. Trisicolo. Who's there? Nunya? Nunya who? Nunya business. What? Yeah, I like that one. Dr. Tricyclo? T-R-I-C-I-C-L-O. Dr. Tricyclo. Tricyclo. Pronounced Simon and Garfield. Oh, there, there's no extra I before the low. Tricyclo. No, you're okay. adding extra I before the low. Tricyclo. I'm, that's what I said. Tricyclo. Tricyclo. I think we're going to figure this out. I think we're going to know that we're right. Tricyclo. Yes. It was against the law. It's kind of funny for it me was at least. Against the law. I'll explain. I'm what a Mexican scoop, and for the last couple of days, it was against I've been the wondering law. how come gringos like Taco Bell. Oh yeah, we just talked about this. Oh, we do. I have never approached one of these establishments, but from the pictures and the tales that I know, uh, what they sell is what we in Mexico throw into the trash can. Uh, most people in America, I believe, do as well. Well, or at least did, they should. Was it a USA Today poll? What was it that just came out with? Uh, Taco Bell as the number one Mexican restaurant. Somewhere. Oh God! I, I know, oh, right? But I will say this: the wife and I went to try one of the local spots out here, and we were heartily disappointed. There are some great Mexican spots in this town. To oh yeah, be sure. But we went just to not try. the one that you just ate at. But we the, went, the last the one we went cheap, to was the cheap shitty. ones of like, like when you go to San Diego, it's like not every, cheap. Oh okay, this was expensive. Oh okay, it's supposed to be nice. It looked cool. The food was awful. Where'd you go? Dare I? You don't want to throw shade at a restaurant? It was, it was, a, it was an establishment called Chipotle. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reviews were good, but I, we were like, yeah. I believe it's pronounced Chipotle. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it's known as uh, Bonito Michoacan. Oh, Bonito Michoacan. Yeah. yeah, it's not... Not Lindo. Not Lindo Michoacan. Yeah. Lindo Michoacan, on point. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, a little pricey, but very good. A little pricey, but, but this Bonito Michoacan that we went to... Very so pricey much. and not so much. Yeah. Okay, we were not happy. Ann and I were both like, "Oh, so yeah. disappointed." Yeah, because you we, pull that trigger. 
we had it's it's in the new neighborhood that we're in. So it's we got you. Ah. They got you out of Chili's. That's that's big. Honestly, that's it. We looked at each other and we're like, shit. We could have for, for half of this. Gone to we could have had a Chili's oh, night no. and loved every minute of it. <laughs> oh, Chili's, <laughs> sweet sweet Chili's. You never disappoint. Recently, I read it. Uh, I read that in in average, every gringo eats at Taco Bell twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> So what I find very funny is how gringos complain about the water in here and how it gives you the runs, but you actively eat shit twice a week. <laughs> Maybe even uh, take your shit in your stormtrooper car and uh, and eat shit in your home. It's true. Incredible. It's Fucking true. you in the face while drinking Mexican Coca-Cola and eating real tacos. Dr. Uh, Triciclo. Uh, you are absolutely right. 100%. Nothing, nothing better than a Mexico. Real cane sugar action. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I I don't go to Taco Bell very often at all. I ha- I can't remember Never. the last time I had a Taco Bell. No, I can. Wait. Was it? I think it was on the way to Jacob's. No. I think that. Yes. Yes. On the way to Jacob's about seven months ago. Who <laughs> yep. cares? I had uh had a chicken quesadilla. And chicken quesadilla. Okay. Just talking about Taco Bell gave Jacob the run. <laughs> <laughs> he had to shit himself. He well, just that, ran to the bathroom. Taco Bell. All right. So uh, back to uh, Simon and Garfield. Yes. Uh, we need some more uh, Simon and yeah, Garfield yeah, yeah. hits. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Mean Julio down by the schoolyard is, is just Simon, right? That's not Simon and Garfield. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just doing it. I'm going for it. Um, There's 60 ways to hate Mondays. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Are you going to the vet's office again? <laughs> Trying to get a date with that vet. <laughs> she does not like you at all. My girlfriend's name is Arlene. <laughs> I hate Odie. He is the worst. <laughs> Jacob is back. Thank God. Yeah. We ran out of Simon and Garfield real quick. It's time to rule Jack versus Nerd. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is Yes, you are. We have one here from We All Scream For. Trying to kill that oh, stupid And cat the one that I mean is, normal. we have a scooperty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, well, you don't even know, but we're going to get back on Twitch, but Paul and I can actually see the scooperty screen for the yeah, yeah. first time. It's pretty wonderful. Oh, Wait, nice always before on, on Twitch, you could see the uh, you could see the scooperty screen on the Twitch. Right. We but know you, that just, philosophically, but yeah, Paul and I don't know The two of you could not see could it. not see it. It makes yeah. things so different and alive. Uh, so let's see. Uh, we have we have an all time score uh, checkup here. Matt is actually now in the lead with fifty three thousand six hundred. Paul is in second, a uh, close second with fifty thousand, and Jacob, uh, that'd be me, is in a, is in third place with nineteen thousand. Wow, what happened, Jacob? Apparently, I'm just not very good at scooperty. I guess not. Uh, the categories here are. 
Comedy Quotables, Confection Chronicle, Not Scotch, and Free Money. <laughs> and uh, I'm going first this time, so I'm going to go ahead and take Not Scotch for 200 A whiskey can call itself this when its mash contains at least 51% corn. Uh, I'm going to guess a, a corn whiskey. I'm just going to guess, guess a simple corn whiskey here. A bourbon. 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 Yeah. I thought I, I thought it could only call itself uh, fine. Okay, uh, and that a, uh, a okay. that, that's a, like a champagne question, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of a champagne question, but that's fine. That's what right. that's, that's what the answer said. So I'm champagne I'm, I'm, <laughs> questions and caviar answers. <laughs> yep. Answers oh, you'll never a, receive. I'm working at a big celebration for, uh, for Robin Leach on Friday. Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess I guess uh, as whatever's you hear this, not nailed down. Uh, last Friday, I worked at a, at a thing for Robin Leach. There you it go. was great. <laughs> Memorial. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. It's Paul's turn. Paul, what do you want? I'll take comedy quotables for two hundred. Let's see here. I'm a wild and crazy guy. Uh, who is uh, um, uh, Steve Martin? Steve Martin is correct. John, get your cat fed on time. <laughs> Paul, uh, Matt, what do you want? I'll take free money for 200 please. All right, let's see here. Paul is married to... Anne. Anne is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Way to actually look at the categories, Matt. I'll take free money for 800 There you go. Uh, what rhymes with orange? Oh, uh, nothing. Nothing. Nothing is my answer. they're going to say orange. Scoop Fest! They sound the same! <laughs> How did I get that one wrong? Uh, that's tough. Now we know why you're minus... This is why I have all, uh, have all yeah. these... Yeah. Uh, let's see, Paul, your oh, turn. Oh, the, the all-time tour is update in real time. They do, yeah. That's pretty great. Wow. Confection Chronicle, please. Confection Chronicle for 200. What year were Nerds Candy introduced? What year were Nerds it's Candy 200 introduced? 200 points, so I'm going to go for it. Go for and it. I am going to say that occurred... In 1984. Oh, I think that's late. What do you think, Matt? I'm going to go earlier, but I'm going to say the 80s. I would have guessed 82. I'm going to think the 70s. Let's see. 83. Shit! Off by one fucking year! Me too! Ass crap. We right between us. Yep. Oh. I was us, way off. Split us like Tony Yakuza's dick. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the kind of crazy talk is this? I know I had the nerd candy in the 80s. 1980. Whoa, what's going on? It's like there's a time warp happening here. <laughs> it's so weird. This may be my new favorite Forget character. about it. Forget about it. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. I don't know if you think I'm a clown. <laughs> here to amuse you. I want to get some gabagool. Gabagool. Whose turn is it? Your turn. Uh, free money for 600 please. Let's see here. Jacob is married to... SJ. SJ is correct. I can't believe I missed a question. Free money. Get the... <laughs> I'll take free money for 400 Have a little gabagool and Matt some mozzarella. Matt is married to... Uh, nope, the art of improv. Oh. The C. <laughs> He's married the C. to the C. I'm going to guess Sarah. It is Sarah. Oh, I finally got one right. All right. I'm back up to negative 600. Uh, Paul is at zero and Matt is at 800. Okay. I will take comedy quotables, please, for four. All right. Let's see here. Daily Double. I'm wagering all 400. For 400. Oh, you hit reveal the answer. No, he didn't. 
No, that, 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 that gives the question. Oh, okay. You never watched me do this. You're right. I got so confused. Yeah. Uh, so the also because the question looks like an answer, <laughs> right? So the 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 Daily Double, what does that say? It's comedy quotables. Ribbins, 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 ribbins. R a b i n s e. Yeah. Ribbins, ribbinsy, ribbinsy, ribbinsy. Ribbinsy. It's like you're behind a possibly personalized license plate at a stoplight. Oh, That's what we're right? doing right now. Ribbinsy. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Ribbinsy. Ribbinis. Ribbinis. Uh, Paul, do you have a guess? I'm going to call time. I mean, it's a. Uh, it's got to be from somebody. Yeah, I think so. Uh, John Lovitz. Let's see. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. I'm sorry. It's Bill Cosby. Ribbins. Oh, I see. Oh, I just I accidentally clicked on one for you, Matt. Uh, this okay. was the uh, not scotch. A Canadian rye whiskey can contain no rye. True or false? Canadian rye whiskey. Can, uh, Canadian rye whiskey contain no rye. True or false? Well, this seems like a weird question. It does because you would say obviously oh, it should have it, but then why uh-huh. are you asking me that? Right. So then I want to. So say clearly, fun. I cannot answer true. <laughs> I get you the poison, but a couple poison in front of me. Um, but clearly, you wouldn't know that. You have a dizzying intellect. I will take Simon and Garfield. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say false. All right, let's see. False is your answer. It is true. The use of rye grain is not dictated by law, and the primary grain used to make uh, most Canadian whiskey is corn. So he's ah, the way it's worded. Hedges. The way it's worded. That answer. It can contain no rye. It's it's Canadian rye whiskey can contain no rye, not must contain no rye. Oh, you got it. Yes, but how did we end up reading it that way? I All don't right, know. Whatever. I got it wrong. Let's move on. I don't know. I'll take it to the Supreme Court. Where because it, it, it's the way Brett Kavanaugh it, can dangle his dick oh, in front of my face. Boy. <laughs> Boy, we're going to... Actually, no. By the, by the time, time you heard this, this out, he'll be, who, he will be. Oh, you think he's in? Yeah. Oh, I don't think they're... God damn. I think there's a shot. I think there's a legit shot that he won't be in. I don't know. By now. They're just going to line up some other fucking white paste. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking anti-abortion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh, I mean, there, it, doesn't, it doesn't get better. No. no. There's a stable of there's federalist not, judges. There's not like a wind. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Eh, it's just fucking. Uh, I'm gonna go not scotch for 800. I got some. I got some stuff to catch up on. Uh, what distinguishes Tennessee whiskey from your average bourbon? The lack of shoes. Oh, boom! Tennessee Stay whiskey. Down, Tennessee. Kaboom! 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 Shit, right, Tennessee da, 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 da. tribe. I. I. This is. This is something that I have read in the past. Mm-hmm. It's the hat. It'd be better if you'd read it in the future. It's true. Uh, let's see. There's Jack Daniels and there's George Dickel. Hold on a second. You have a stain on your shirt. Let me get it out. Oh, thank you. Ooh. Could you stop? <laughs> uh, now I'm going to fuck it up. Paul, pass it to you. Whoa. Uh, pass a Reno. Pass to Matt. Uh, uh, okay, so here's I know the what two it has things. to do with, but I, but I don't My, know exactly what the answer is. The two things are that, like, this is the, the champagne question and that it's not made in Bourbon County. Uh-huh. Or that it uses a sour mash because I only know that it's definitely not. It's definitely not the Bourbon County. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing not. Definitely not the Bourbon County because Is of it the two hundred dollars question. Oak barrels? No. 
Uh, what's the value of this question? This is a $600 question, I think. Maybe $800. Okay. Uh, it's a heavy-duty one. <laughs> it is matters, guys. Why are we taking this so seriously? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I'm going to do the uh, sour mash. I think it is the sour mash. Let's see. Uh, it's filtered through sugar maple charcoal. Known as the Lincoln County process. Oh, that was my second guess. I certainly no, would never have gotten it that. it wasn't. No, okay. That's what I called sex with my first girlfriend. The Lincoln County process. <laughs> Paul, it's your turn. What do you want? County process. <laughs> I cannot you tell a lie. Cleveland steamer. <laughs> I was born in the floor of a log cabin. Plurt. <laughs> Abe Lincoln was a filthy motherfucker. Not true. I never had sex with my first girlfriend. Comedy quotables, please. <laughs> For 600. I'm wagering it all. I'm betting it all. For 600. Go for blood. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Uh, that is George Carlin. Absolutely. All day long. The seven. Yeah. Matt, your turn. What do you want? Comedy Quotables 800. Let's see here. Say goodnight, Gracie. That is uh, 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 Ed Burns? No, George Burns. <laughs> there you go. Ed Burns. Paul Burns. Mattingly. I'm sorry. It's Paul <laughs> Mattingly. <laughs> is the correct answer. It did come up as me. I know. I'm, pretty, re- I'm just reading it. That's pretty great. <laughs> uh, it's my turn. I'll go with not scotch for 400 since that category has been so kind to me. Uh, what do you call whiskey that is distilled from at least 51% rye? Rye. Rye? Whiskey? I'm going to guess rye whiskey. Drinking whiskey. Rye. Not a trick question. Yeah. Good. Oh, thanks for the Paul Mattingly bullshit. <laughs> Paul, your turn. Do you want Confection Chronicle for four, six, or 800? I'm going to go for 800 to close it out. Let's see here. The normal serving size of one tablespoon or about 15 grams of Nerds candy has how many calories? Pass. Uh, it's, 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 it's a lot. Me? I'm sure it's a lot. It is to you, Matt. I will pass as well. I'm sure it's bunches. Uh, I'm going to guess all of them. All of the calories oh, is my okay. guess. 60 calories. That's not as many as I thought. That, that's not nearly as many as I thought. But that's a tiny little, that's a teaspoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Confection Chronicle. This is going to Matt. You want four or 600? 600. Let's see here. The top three ingredients, dextrose, sugar, and malic acid. Make up what percentage of nerds candy? Jesus. Uh, 100? I mean, it's got to be really close to that. There's coloring. 98%. Uh, the remaining less than 2% is made of corn syrup, artificial flavoring, carnauba wax, and artificial coloring. Oh, it's the carnauba wax that gives the yeah, special yeah. something. Carnauba, Jamaica. <laughs> Ooh, I want to take you. And I'm Nerd closing candy. up the game with... Uh, the, whatever this one is for 400 What year did Nerds Candy win Candy of the Year from the National Candy Wholesalers Association? That's the NCWA. Oh, I used to that listen to them the, all the time in high school. <laughs> that was the year that Louis C.K. Uh, pissed off a girl with jerking off in his hotel room. Straight out of candy, NCWA. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to guess Here 84. she comes. Candy of the Year. Oh, I was off by a year. It's 85. There she is. Isn't she sweet? I have good news for Paul is that he was able to win this round with only 200 points. 
And look how much closer because I did terrible. Strategy. Jacob, Jacob wins with neg- or Jacob comes in second with negative fourteen hundred. Paul's about to surpass me at all times. He is, and Matt goes in third with negative two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because I got fucked up. I got, Ed, I got. I you get the st- one Paul Mattingly question. I should have stuck with Ed Burns, <laughs> yeah. the local lawyer. But yeah. Well, you got you got fucked up the Paul Mattingly question. I got fucked up the free money question. You did. Yeah. 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 We we both had a fuck you question. Um, speaking of fuck you, I want to thank Pendulette <laughs> for creating this podcast. <laughs> I want to thank Land Scooper Josh, uh, the sexiest motherfucker in town. I want Sexy to thank the upside down under scoop who, uh, is right side for me. I want to thank Judy Schneider, the most upright citizen in town. I want to thank XGD Falcon circling the carrion that is this show's butt. I want to thank <laughs> Scooper Fragilistic Xpialidocious, the calamari of this town. Larry Northcut, aka Barry South Slice. Scoop O Taters, aka Potato Balls Jackson. Lee Popsicle, aka Joe Snowcone. Uh Justine Cannon, a.k.a. Mistress Meat Whistle. Lee Sharp, a.k.a. Bill Dullingsworth. Kelly Conkle, a.k.a. Captain Asswhoop. Leon Cox, a.k.a. Jake Pussy. Uh, Tar Heel Sunday, a.k.a. Tobacco Tackle. Leon Kassab, a.k.a. Daniel Smith. Scoopstronaut, a.k.a. Cosmobutt. Linda Brandmeyer, a.k.a. Jennifer Garblesmack. Kevin Brown, <laughs> a.k.a. The Heat. Lauren Lasecki, a.k.a. Laser Fart. Reverend Scoop Kevin, a.k.a. The Priest with the Least. John Jogerst, a.k.a. Bill Runnern. Scoop of Norway, a.k.a. Dollop of Finland. John Moore, a.k.a. Jack Less. Kimberly St. Alban, a.k.a. the patron saint of butts. John Sonic, a.k.a. William Subsonic. Kirk Dockstater, a.k.a. Tire Muncher. Jonathan Kaplan, a.k.a. Jonathan Those That Failed to Kaplan Will. Billy Bob, a.k.a. Robert William. Joseph Houston, a.k.a. Joseph We Have a Problem. Christina Kirkland, a.k.a. the K.K. Hey of Texas. Froyo Joe, a.k.a. Bill Nye. Kurt Anger, heavyweight champion of his office's secret basement wrestling team. Hosh Nasi, a.k.a. Jigubrutahumokalayu. A.k.a. <laughs> also known is. <laughs> he also known is a Google Black. <laughs> Kurt Hendrickson. A.K.A. Henry Kirkdrinson. Chef Scoop. A.K.I. Baker Man Guy. Kyla Lansbury. A.K.A. Necrophiliac Yak Attack <laughs> in the Shack. Necrophiliac Yak Attack in the Shack. Whoa. Happens. That's, that happens. Happens. Whoa. That's what Kyla's known as. <laughs> he got attacked by a necrophiliac. Is the necrophiliac yak? Is the yak a necrophiliac? Or did the yak attack a necrophiliac in the shack? Or is the shack... All about necrophilia. All of the above. 
Oh. I want to thank Joseph Palrero, something like that. Justin Sharback, K. Mathis, Keith Woodson, Scoopo Baggins, Ken Foggy, Kenneth Sato, Carrie Hanselman, Kevin uh, Davis, Ke- uh, Kevin Collar, Bespectacled Scoop Fox, Craig Ruth, Christopher Varholm, Lindsay Bashera, Marcelo Adhickory, Marcus Karras, Raspberry Sorbet, and MT. Thank you, guys. MT, thank you, one and all Scoops Patreons. We couldn't do it without you guys. Absolutely not. And uh, it uh, it means more to us now than ever before um, because of all of our new endeavors, new expenses, growing, changing, shaping, That's all this true. awesome good stuff. Think- if, if you've never looked before, if you haven't looked lately, head over to preachingfun.com. That's our Patreon site there. Uh, it has some great stuff on there. It's going to be getting the, even more stuff as we go uh, for just a dollar a month. You get access to our secret RSS feed that gives you all kinds of uh, secret, uh, not just podcasts, but also just crazy shit like Paul uh, narrating porn for the blind. Yep. Uh, Matt and I do a sports show called Sporty McBall Things Considered. Uh, we just recorded one right before we did this uh, this episode right here. Look at that. Uh, so we have all kinds of things like that on there. There's also st- the uh, the sticker club. If you're not in the sticker club, you're missing out. Uh, there is a uh, an eight by ten print club that you can be in. The once a month eight by ten print. You get original artwork from Ace Muns, uh, and uh, it, at another level, you even get that uh, signed by everyone. So that's uh, and, it, and all of that artwork is always uh, it's numbered, it's limited edition. So all of that kind of all of that kind of really cool stuff over at preachingfun.com. And like I say, if you if you haven't looked at that or if you haven't looked at it lately, do us a favor. Just head over there and check that out. Uh, you'd really be doing us a, a huge favor just by uh, just by even looking at it. If you can't do Patreon, which we understand everybody can't do it, um, tell a person. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about the podcast. Yep. Join the obelisk scheme. Find one person. Just one person. We don't want to do a pyramid scheme here. It's just one person. Find uh, find someone that you think would really dig what we're doing over here and would really be into it. The yak is dead and slutty. Okay. Now it makes sense. There we go. So something else fucked it in the shack. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Or was it zombies yak? Yes. Oh, oh, yak. Which is what you can go to Fremont Street and see a tribute to that. Yep. That's basically what Fear the Walking Dead <laughs> is. It's a bunch of dead yaks getting fucked. That is that. <laughs> I met a boy. His name is Zach. He's a necrophiliac. Zach. Zach. Fucking a yak inside a shack. Zach. Zach. He's a necrophiliac. Who's fucking inside of me? Well, who does this? Oh, this is crazy. It's me, Shaq. Oh, man. Who's doing this which crazy? Question, which question was you Kobe? What? Kobe beef? Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> I, got a, I got a bunch of that Kobe beef. It fell off a truck. <laughs> if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> If you're interested, fell off a trucker. Who does these things? Crazy. Is he a friend of ours? (laughs) That's it for us this week, Scoops. We will see you soon. We'll see you soon. Tuning in once again. Much love to all the scoops. 
May your week be free of giant dogs sitting in your designated airplane seat. <laughs> the sound of Odie. It's time for them <laughs> drums, yo! Rule Scooptania would like yes. a limerick about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, dedicated to little Sammy Scoop. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, I don't know if you have heard, but on the street is the word. This show is a blast from its future to its past. Sweet D looks like a bird. <laughs> the Scooplicon would like a limerick about scrolls, uh, dedicated to anyone who knew what a, squ- a scroll was before the new Captain Marvel movie comes out. Right. Is this a limerick? Yeah. All right. I assume Matt wants to do this limerick about, <laughs> about scrolls. Uh, there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> Many can change form and shape in order to obtain their escape. They're from outer space. They're a creepy green-skinned race. The Super Scroll will grab you by the nape. Yes, the nape of the neck. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Water Ice Scoop would like a limerick about the insane amount of huge video game releases this month. Dedicated, how the hell do I play all these games? I heard that. The limerick about what? This huge amount of game releases in October. Oh, yeah. It's a big, heavy month. Heavy flow month for October games. So many new games debut. Usually there's only a few. But this month there's much more. Playing them all is quite a chore. Bibbledy bobbledy boo. <laughs> Duck build scoop up was. That's a professional, ladies and gentlemen. Professional. <laughs> Duckbill Scoopapus would like a limerick about gangrenous foot dedicated to diabetes. Jesus. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Oh, oh, that old diabetes. I can't believe we let it defeat us. But, uh... Defeat us. But... I'm out in the back next to my shack, and my foot looks like an aborted fetus. Oh! <laughs> and Leon Cox was like a limerick about seeing the kids fuck off back to school. Dedicated to all parents after the summer holidays vacations for you lot in the U.S. I know. I'm so curious when that's going to happen. Like, right now, my, my wife and I are still like the like sad that our kids are going to school phase. And yeah. like, we any parents, like, kids are slightly older, they're like, oh, fucking thank God. So I, I'm just not there yet, but we'll see. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. Yeah. I don't think I'll be exempt to this feeling. Yeah, yeah. My children are my slaves. <laughs> I make them do slave things. They work like slaves. I beat them like slaves. Go back to school, you slaves. <laughs> and now it's time. Wait, that one for a haiku. No, no, I, that I was perfect. To, I need to redo. Nope, haiku time. Rusty Scoop would like a haiku about the homeless asking for money, dedicated to the confused looks I get when handing out dollar coins. 
Please give what you can. Anything helps. I'm hungry. <laughs> Sacagawea? <laughs> Ted would like a haiku about a torn calf muscle dedicated to my excuse for sitting on my ass and eating like shit for the last month. I went to the farm. I found a young cow to fuck. It's a torn calf muscle. I hate you. I hate you so much. Trunkus Scoop would like a, le- a haiku about where the pee is stored <laughs> and dedicated to patient audio guys. <laughs> I've got news for you, Frunkus. <laughs> They're not that patient. <laughs> you know where it's stored. There's only one place for it. P is stored in balls. <laughs> Wait, P is stored in balls. Yep, okay. yep, you did it. Fucking knocked it out of the park. Out of the park, home run. I hate everybody. There you go. Well, he's out of patience, folks. E. <laughs> it's time to do a little triple threat. <laughs> Reverend Dr. Commander McScoop would like a triple threat about tahini and sriracha dedicated to me. Oh, nice. Good old tahini and sriracha. Been a while. Uh, they call me tahini and sriracha. Because I'm spicy and foreign. <laughs> Dini and Sriracha are walking to the bar. Bartender's like, uh, hey, I have this dog with no nose. And they're like, how does it smell? And he's like, terrible. <laughs> I like my women like I like Tahini and Sriracha. Served cold. In a resealable plastic container. Tahini and Sriracha walk into the bar, and the bartender says, Hey, do you know why vampires don't meditate? And Tahini is like, Why? And he's like, Because they, they can't reflect. What are we missing? Was What's the difference the dif- in your mom? Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference in your mom and tahini and sriracha? What? Uh, people will speak of the time they had tahini and sriracha in their mouth. Ah, oh, it's true. It's true. Oh, let's see. Scoop of Metrics would like a triple threat about sleep apnea dedicated to choking in my sleep. Oh, geez. That's the worst. One hundred eighty-five sleep apneas walk into the bar, and the bartender says, "I'm sorry, we don't serve sleep apneas here, but the sleep apneas are already 
uh, sleeping because they didn't get a good night's sleep because of their condition. They call me the sleep apnea because if you don't shove me in the middle of the night, I might die. I like my women like I like my sleep apnea choking me in my sleep. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and sleep apnea? What's what? that? Uh, sleep apnea wears a mask to make it possible to breathe. Your mom wears a mask to make it possible for other people to look at her. Oh. What's this? Your mom and sleep apnea. What? what? One is if the medical insurance finds out that one is in my life, I can't have medical insurance. <laughs> and the other is sleep apnea. <laughs> Green Regine would like a triple thread about lobotomies dedicated to Blythe Cream Scoop and her sometimes dubious parenting advice. <laughs> 185 lobotomies walking to the bar. And the bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve lobotomies. And the lobotomies say, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> Sheesh. I like That's... my women. Oh. Like I like yeah. my lobotomies. Yeah. Nasal. Nasally penetrated. I like Nasally my women like I like my lobotomies from the 1800s. What's the difference between your mom and a lobotomy? What? What's that? They are both the forbidden dance. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the lobotomy because but boop soup. Paul, it's song time. Song, song, song. We got one here from Aaron. We got to catch up on some songs here. We got one from Aaron. Uh, may I please have a song about my failure to obelisk someone to listen to the podcast? When people say that I've gotten more weird in the last few years, I refer them to ICS saying that it relates to me. For some reason, they don't want to investigate further. Okay. Don't know why that might be. Try to get people to listen to this fucking show. Nobody wants to. Nice.
Yes. Yeah. Uh, we got one here from Aaron. Uh, may I please have a song about Johnny Australia, about how Johnny Australia cannot contain his sexual urges when Matt goes away on his mind noodler tour and cheats on him. He ends up having an affair with Paul Mattingly, dedicated to Jacob, because he must feel left out. Sure. You get all that? Yeah. All right, here we go. say that was great but that'd be a lie oh boy that was a toughie <laughs> oh we got one from david walker let's get a song about becoming wolverine sounds good It's on my bones It's an expector It's mine alone I've got a healing power and it's really strong Oh, an expector Makes me unique But to many I am a freak I got sharp pointed things out of my arm cheeks <laughs> I was in test all of the time. Scientific tests, they infuse my spine. With lots of adamantium, and now I've turned to Wolverine. I have turned into Wolverine, I really think so. Turned to Wolverine, I think I've turned to Wolverine, I really think so. Thanks a lot, government, for turning me into Wolverine. Snicked. You'd love that. I did. If we turned you to Wolverine, you'd love it. Oh, man. Great.
He'd have that. He'd have that little weird beard thing that he has. Yeah, his mutton chops. Yep. And finally, we got away from Proto Scoop. Here's my song request: a love song to my wonderful wife that lets me do my hobbies without too many complaints, in the style of Vampire Bill Cosby. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, so glad that you let me do things that you don't understand. You don't understand what I'm doing, but you let me do it in my spare time. And I have a lot of spare time now that I'm in the jail. And my spare time, it is spent building models and things so I can paint miniatures and stuff like that. And my spare time, I can do so much, because you don't bother me, you leave me alone. Gives me time to do the 
How about that? Bill Cosby in jail, huh? It's nice. Heard he uh, he got a stale hot dog bun thrown at him? Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't even know if you're doing a bit right now. Nope. We're just talking in a well. Yeah. Yeah, we got stuck oh, in a well. You guys, we got stuck in a well. This <laughs> fucking sucks. But during that whole bit, we were walking around the uh, the underground of Las Vegas. Yeah. And we ended up in a well. There's, there's a significant homeless community down here, guys. <laughs> This is not a few people. It's sad, this, really. This, this is a lot of... I mean, it's good for us because we're down here now. We've clearly got a support base, but... Yeah, boy, yeah. Serious a, obelisk, Steve. Oh, that's, pro, that's a really good idea. I don't know how obelisk many homeless people... The Las people, Vegas homeless community? How many homeless people are downloading podcasts on the regular, but it's got to be more than none. <laughs> I mean, does it really have to be? I, Nothing has to be anything, Jacob. 2018, all bets are fucking off. I don't think it has to be more than none. All right. It you might think, be more than none. Come on. There's plenty of homeless people listening to podcasts. Sure. But are they at the bottom of a well? Some of them Oh, are. well. <laughs> Deep subject. <laughs>